The perfect weekend getaway requires three things. A gorgeous view, a carefree crew, and a little something sparkly. Whether you're jet-setting to Cabo, glamping with your group, or simply diving into the nearest body of water, Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are there to bring the glam wherever your summer adventures take you. Their eye-catching pieces are priced for daily wear. From earrings to necklaces, these gems are meant to be worn, never hidden. Sure, they pair perfectly with a sundress and heels, but they also add that little extra something to your sandy beach cover-up and shades. After all, sparkles go with everything. So pack your bags, grab your besties, and get ready for a glam-packed getaway, because vacations are meant to sparkle. And their shimmery stud sets are ready for takeoff. Just remember to pack light and wear Lightbox. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and use promo code SUMMER10. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Time again to remain seated. Well, I've been sitting all week. Last week we were at uh, Carrie Jackson's house. We sat down there. Yes. And then I didn't stop sitting. I haven't stopped sitting since. You didn't stop sitting even at Carrie's house. No, I went. I went and I babysat his dogs. For so, which he loves his dogs and his dogs are great. Carrie, that's if you're listening. To this. <laughs> you you were dog sitting. I was dog sitting, but I didn't need to be there. If you hadn't that. been there, they would have ripped the place apart. They would have. They just, need supervision. Just you being there. But they've got the doggy door. They've got. They were already fed. They could. You they're like people. Do... They're like teenage people. <laughs> you didn't have to put them to bed. I didn't have to put them to or bed. Read them they a story do. or. Nope. My presence was enough. That's like the perfect job for someone who likes to remain seated. I remained seated in his large home theater, and I watched Hobbs and Shaw, and it was terrible. <laughs> It made a bunch of money, though. Well, it's a Fast and Furious movie. They always make money. Now, you slap that name on it. You have Dwayne Johnson in anything, and it's going to make money. Please, The Rock. The Ro- I'm sorry, The Rock. He got back, back into wrestling the other day. Did you see that? No. He's back into WWE. He doesn't need to do that. No, not he doesn't need the money. He's too big. Yeah, it's not fair. No, like... <laughs> I mean, like physically. I no, I know. Like, like not fair to the other wrestlers. No, he's even though it's fake wrestling. He's enormous. I know. Like, I don't know how he does everyday life. I feel like, like he does bicep curls on his drive to work. Like, like he's I, going to work on Jumanji and he's got a fifty pounder. I don't know how he like brushes his teeth. Like, he can't I don't think his don't, range of motion must be horrible. Yeah, I don't know how he gets or you know. Well, I guess he doesn't comb his hair. No, he just. <laughs> That's why he's bald. It's because it's easier that way. Yes. Because now he can stop. He got. He went bald so he could stop paying the people that he paid to comb, to his, comb hair. his hair. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't think his arm can pass like a 45-degree angle. No. Mm-mm. Anyway, dog sitting is, is kind of like, it's kind of like parenting. Mm-hmm. So sweet. I've had a bunch of people come up to me lately and say, and I don't know if you've got this too. A couple times people, yeah. Um, I don't know what you're about to say. Yeah, then why are you saying that? They've came up and said stuff. They've said things. <laughs> people say stuff but, to me. But said um, how n- nice it is to hear a podcast where a mother and a son are talking. And I've had a couple people come up to me, and I've had both sides. I've had... Like, people have come up to me and said, I've lost my mom, and listening to you and Festus talk makes me feel close to her, reminds me of talking to her. And I've had the other thing of people saying, 
mom saying, I've lost my son and listening to it just on both sides of it, kind of a, 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 a sad thing for people to come up and say, but nice that they're identifying with us. Yeah, that it, they enjoy listening to it for a different reason, because usually we're kind of stupid. Oh, for sure. We don't sure. really do a lot of serious stuff. We do some serious we stuff. We have, but it's I, I think it's just, and I was just, just yesterday, somebody said to me, I, I really enjoy your podcast, and I said, it's an excuse for me to have time to talk to my son once a week. And I don't know how many parents, like, regularly talk to their 21-year-old kids. Yeah, like, no matter what, most of the time, at least once a week, we get this half hour. And we were just at uh, at Volkswagen Southtown, so it's a little bit more than a half hour. But they're not paying for this podcast. No. <laughs> they should. They should. Maybe if, Volks, if someone listen, Rex from Volkswagen South, <laughs> if you're listening to this, please give us money. Um, but yeah, so we have, it's good to have at least once a week where we know we're going to get to at least talk for a little bit. Because honestly, if we didn't have this, do you think we would talk this much? No. I mean, we have dinner occasionally. We have dinner. We, we I come up over to your house Maybe once a month, a couple times a month now. I'd like it'd be good if it was every week, but sometimes that doesn't work out. But it, you know, we come over for dinner sometimes. But but even that, it's like everybody. It's like the whole family. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as just the two of us having a conversation. Yeah, it's just me offending one person instead of <laughs> seven people. You're not so offensive. I am. You just maybe cut out something I just said that was offensive. <laughs> but uh, boy, I've heard from people, especially about our vaping episode. Oh, really? Like people that are catching up on it. I'm like, I can't believe that you allow Festus to vape. I'm like... Allow? (laughs) He's an adult. I'm an adult, and I think that I should be able to talk about the things I do, good or bad, with my mom. Just like when we talked about the police and if we've been arrested. I'd tell you if I've been arrested. But you have. I haven't been arrested yet. (laughs) But you would. I would tell you. We would talk about it on the podcast because I think it'd be funny. No, that wouldn't be funny. I feel like I would get arrested for something funny. <laughs> you would think it's funny, and then they'd say, uh, son, this isn't funny, and you're being arrested. Yeah, but that's how I get through life, is things are funny. But vaping isn't funny. But you, I don't have any control over you. You're an adult. Mm-hmm. But and I. it's not illegal. But it's hard, because the parenting part of me feels like it doesn't stop. Like, I feel like... I wish I had control over that so I could make you stop. Yeah. You don't really have control over anybody. You only think you have control. We, you found out that Muhammad and Jonesy swear the other night when we went to dinner. <laughs> you didn't know that. They, she will be in high school next year. Is she supposed to swear? Y- yes. We I, swear. I'll be honest. Amanda and I swear around our kids. She, I don't know if we talked about this before, but she has a son and a daughter. That are now my children as well. And we swear around them and we teach, not like bad stuff, but we teach them these words are out there. Don't say these until you're older. We say these are adult words. And you know what? Um, Charlie, she's six years old. And every time like she wants to say a bad word, she'll say the S word or the D word. Yeah. The D word. Damn! Oh, okay. <laughs> what, is you, what were you thinking? I don't know. Woman? I could think of a D word. You say "damn" almost every day. That's your go-to word. Well, I, th- I guess then I don't think it's bad if I say it almost well, yeah. every day. But we we don't think that it's necessary to shield them 
because they're going to find out eventually anyway. So what's the difference teaching them that they exist? And their kids, they're out in the world. They're going to hear people swear. Did you ever hear me swear when you were growing up? No. You only, you've said the F word to me, I think, two times. And that was when you were more mad than I've ever seen you. But other than that. Isn't it more effective if I save it for when I'm really mad? Special occasions. Like my birthday. I remember when you were in like fourth grade and I was driving and Matt, your friend Matt was in the car and he swore and you said, please don't swear around my mom. It's disrespectful. I waited until we got out of the car to start. And my heart swole up so big because my little fourth grader was defending my honor in the back seat of not wanting to hear kids swear in the back seat. And then I realized that you are also a person. And I'm not swearing at you. (laughs) God damn it, Mom. (laughs) Oh, I swear around you in conversation because that's how I talk. I don't swear. Oh, my shitty mother. But you can control it. Yeah, I can control it. Because. But I don't feel like it. Like, I have to control it because I'm on the radio. I can't swear yeah. on the radio. For four hours, you have to be able to have conversations. So without... it's, it's possible. So well, I don't well, buy it. I'm not it. saying it's impossible. I don't buy it when people say, it's just how I talk, and I that's how I talk. I talk that way in front of kids. I talk that way. But... We're going to get a lot of emails about this. Probably. From parents and probably mad at me. But who are you kidding? You're not going to protect them from the words forever. They're going to hear them. Even as kids, other people in their, like around them are going to say it inevitably at some point sooner or later. So why not teach them these are adult words? Say them when you're older. I just think it's modeling. And I tried to model for you. I didn't even hear Papa Gary swear. I've told you this story before. Papa Gary... I worked with him when I was 20, your age, 21, 22, and I walked by his office one day, and I heard him say, that's just a bunch of bullshit, Mom, and I I'm walked right back, and I looked at him, and he said, what? And I said, I've never heard you swear before, and he said, well, this is at work. This is at work. It's a different setting. This is a grown-up setting, Yeah. but I was 21 years old. And I'd never heard him. Twenty-one years old. Swear. Yeah. What? Did, when you went back and said, excuse, "Excuse me," did you expect him to apologize? No, I was just surprised. He's an adult. You're an adult, just like me and you right now. And I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna pretend I don't smoke, which I quit. I've got a little nicotine thing in right now. Good. I quit, so I have a little nicotine Thank you. pouch. So there's that. I'm not going to pretend I don't do that. I'm not going to lie to you anymore. I don't want you to lie to me. Well, it would be if I didn't talk to you about it. So that's what's in your lip right now? Yeah, were you wondering what that was? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was little... hoping it wasn't chew, and we we're going to have to have a whole other discussion no, about yeah, that. No, if it was chew, it would look like... Ugh. Oh, it's in the other... And I'd have a bottle with a bunch of brown stuff in Ugh. it. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm proud of you. This is tobacco-free. That's great. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel better? I do. Are you just saying that? I can breathe. Are you just saying that? I can feel the cancer shrinking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pr- that's good. Okay. Like to think my parenting had a little bit to do with that. It did. And also with how open that I am with you. So what about my parenting would you change, though? Do you wish I'd sw- swore around you when you were little? No, I don't think it's bad parenting to not swear. I just think it's different. And I don't think it should be frowned upon 
if I think it's okay to teach them that it exists. I'm I don't, not frowning. I, I know. <laughs> Some people will. But we're gonna get tweets and stuff. It'll yeah. be it'll be fine. I don't care though. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm not gonna lie to my mom. Okay, so what would you change about how I parented you? About how you parented me? Yeah. I think. I mean, you did a really good job for the first. No, you, don't just tell me that. No, no, no. I'm going to talk about this. You, with school and everything, and everything I've ever wanted to do, like early on, you were like, school, school, school. It's important. Which that's good parenting. Like you're going to go to college. You're going to have a good future for yourself and make good money. And then, as you saw, that wasn't my path. You accepted that in all the right ways. You said, "I just want you to finish high school." then I will support you in doing whatever you want to do. And everything that I brought to you that I've been interested in doing, you have supported. Well, I, it was hard to get there with school because, you know, I'm when trying to think what's best for you, it's always like, well, of course, if you go to college, you'll have better options for a job and you'll be able to take care of you. All I've ever wanted to do as a parent is get my kids to the point where they can take care of themselves. Yeah. And that sounds really simple, but that's really your Some job as a don't do that. That's your job as a parent is to mm -hmm. get your kids up and out and taking care of themselves. And school for a long time has been the best way to do that. I don't think so much anymore because a lot of kids are getting out of school in debt and can't find jobs that pay enough money. It's not for everybody, and and we've done an episode about college yeah. and stuff. No, but but that was a hard parenting place for me to get to with you. And you and Joe, because Joe was big on school too. He has, I mean, he's the smartest guy that I know. He's got degrees and he's Doctor Jones. He's Doctor Jones, and so, but he, you and him together decided that. Well, we recognize that you're an individual. And your sister's an individual and your little brother's, and, and there will be different expectations for all of you based on who you are. Yeah. You're all different people, so you can't expect the same and push the same thing. Just like Jonesy, she's going through confirmation in, in for a church now. Right. And, and that's her. Th and she said, she's like, I know Festus didn't do this, but I'm doing it. And. She's and that's her fine. own that's person. Great. And you went to church with her the other day. So yep. Prop, you're being a good Catholic. <laughs> God saw you. He took attendance he and he said, Gina, you can stay in the books. He checked my name mm -hmm. off the list. You have your yearly attendance. But I, I mean, I can think of a couple of things when you were growing up that I thought I made a bad choice about. Okay. What, what was that? I feel like we've talked about this and you don't even remember it so i guess i should just let it go you're not gonna though you're gonna say it you so i micromanaged your life for so long like i know your friends i don't let you go over to people's houses that i don't know i have to know their parents well and i agree with that i wouldn't let small children go over to strangers houses but when you were not a small child when you were like a freshman in high school or no, maybe you were no, you were younger than that. I don't know how you got there, but you said I want to go spend the night at this friend that I don't know's house that you don't know. Yeah, that you didn't know out in West Valley somewhere. No, yeah, I drove you there. No, you weren't driving. You're yet. an enabler. You and your cousin Gavin. Oh, we went to. Oh, okay. So you it wasn't were, just me. I had this supervision. Yeah, but I didn't know this family. I don't even remember what this. I don't remember who this is. And I. 
uh, I said, well, I got to talk to the parents first. And I thought it was weird you wanted to go spend the night at some person I didn't know and come to find out I think you smoked pot or something there. But I said, well, I need to call the parents and see. So I call. So you get got me the number and I called and talked to the kid's dad who thought it was weird that I was calling. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, um, my son's coming over to spend the night. And I felt weird about it because I had never talked to you. And he's like, yeah. That's because you're calling my weed dealer, Mom. <laughs> he doesn't let kids spend the night. And I, it just all felt wrong to me. And you were like, it's fine and everything's fine. And then come to find out later, I'm like, so what's, t- tell me about what, what his house is like and what you did. And you're like, well, his mom was there with her boyfriend do you remember any of this? Not these details. So his mom and dad are are apart, oh, no. but they can't afford to get divorced. And they can't you afford... You can't judge people that have less money than you. <laughs> they can't afford to move out. So the dad lives in the basement, and the mom and her boyfriend live upstairs. Don't look at me <laughs> like you have no... You, this, this rings no bell with you Inste- whatsoever. Instead of a mother-in-law apartment, it is an ex-husband apartment. Because they can't afford to get divorced. Mm-hmm. But her boyfriend lives there, and so whatever kid you were there visiting and spending the night with lives in this situation. You have no memory of this? You, I do have a memory of it. You seem to think that everybody who has a different lifestyle than you is somehow wrong. I'm not saying that's a good idea. I'm saying that's the way they needed to live their lives. But look me in the eye and tell me you weren't doing stuff you weren't supposed to be doing. You know there. I smoked weed because they drug tested me at school. That you were there. I was there. So my and I smoked weed several times after that at different places. <laughs> so, but my so that has nothing to do with. But me. my instinct that you shouldn't have spent the night there was right. Mm-hmm. And I let and you. Now do I'm it. a drug addict. All because you let me spend the night at a kid's house that you hadn't met his parents. Uh, but my instinct was right. Right? In that case, yes. Are you surprised I let you spend the night there? Yes. But see, it's that push and pull of, well, he's getting a little older and I need to trust him. But then I think, no, this is exactly why I shouldn't trust him. Because... But I'm learning. <laughs> what did you learn? I learned that if I convince you enough... You'll let me sleep at a drug dealer's house. <laughs> they weren't drug dealers. They weren't drug dealers. No, they weren't. You were a good mom. And I tell you this all the time. You're a good mom just for caring about that situation. A lot of moms wouldn't care at all. No, it still bothers me clearly. I had to drag it out of your memory that you did that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I did that. I turned out just just fine. You did. Mm-hmm. You are. I but, think I'm all right. But that, but couldn't it be? Because I'm pretty sure that was the first time you did that. Mm-hmm. So it could be argued that that decision that I made, letting you stay there, led to other bad decisions that you made. And now I've been to prison. No, you don't have to be to prison. But <laughs> that's the worst one. But see, my instinct was right. You have good instincts. I'm not lying to you about that. <laughs> and I know if it didn't happen there, it would have happened somewhere else. But Yeah. So, again, just like the swearing, there's no avoiding it. Eventually, the kids are going to go out into the world, and they're going to do what they're going to do. You can impose your values on them and what you think is right, but they're ultimately individual people. 
That's true, and I want you to be. I don't want you to be a bunch of little robots. No. Those families are boring. Those are Japanese families. They're with the tiger mom and the... Aren't you glad I wasn't a tiger mom? Yeah, I'm really happy about that. You were the perfect balance. I'm not asking for you to compliment me. You think I'm going to lie to you after I... (laughs) Have you listened to our podcast, Mom? I don't. I should listen to it. You should. Every Friday. Really? On iTunes and Spreaker and SoundCloud. and or Not SoundCloud. We're not on SoundCloud. Spotify and all, they're everywhere. Mom, take a listen. Oh, they did finally put us on the Broadway Media website. They did. I saw that. So if you go to x96.com and the podcast page on there, you can find us. That's a new, that well. that's a new event. Mm-hmm. But, but most people have just found us. Well, you're listening to this. You yeah. found us somewhere. I think most people that are going to listen to us are already listening <laughs> yeah, to us. Yeah, they're here. Yeah. Hello. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get to your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is a trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions, help you find what you need. You can visit them at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Tell them you heard about it on Remain Seated Podcast, and they'll give you some special discounts. Locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, Black Velvet Boutique. I'm still learning. I think I'm a better parent to your little brother and sister than I was to you, though. Because I was the test baby? Kind of. Well, yeah, the first one is always kind of the test baby. I'm more relaxed now than I was with you. I felt like I was more uptight with you. Like you let you got mad that they swear. You found out all in one dinner. This was the truth dinner. <laughs> My wife, Amanda, told me on the drive home from that dinner that when she was a teenager or something, her mom had to sit down with all the siblings and said, tell me all the stuff that you ever did, and I won't get mad about it. Wow. Yeah. And So it was kind of like, yeah. So it was kind of like that dinner, except it came organically and unexpectedly. That they, I learned learned that that I smoked. Which you've stopped. Which I've stopped. You learned that the other two swear. And we found out that I'm not the bad child anymore. I'm just the worst child. <laughs> no, you're not the worst child. No, not worst. Just the worst. Just more severe. Oh. You're a good boy. More severely damaged. You're a good boy. Yes, you are. You're a good boy. No, that turned into I feel a... like you should start scratching my ear. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am very proud of you. And I expect you to be a person and not do things because I say so or not say so. At some point, you have to let go to a certain degree. I did let go. No, I know. I'm not let convincing go. you. I'm just saying that's a principle. I totally let go. You did. I'm proud of you. This has been the Remain Seated Podcast. We sat down the whole time. I hope you did, too. Don't listen to this at the gym. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, have any of you had a guess all the bad things I've done conversation with your kids or with your parents? Email us about it at Gina at x96.com, or you can tweet us about it. At Remain Seated Pod on Twitter. Message us on Instagram, same handle, at Remain Seated Pod. No, 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 don't get up! Remain Seated Pod.